What's up, my party people? This is Josh with another episode of the Filmit Podcast, where we discover better you of finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. In this episode, I want to talk about the cost of the new you, what it means to become a different person, and who you are and how you go through this journey and get there, and just kind of talking off of my experience and what the people that I've surrounded myself and people I talk to and everything that I've learned and kind of share that with you guys. So let's get started on it. All right, so this episode, talking about the cost of the new you, right? There's a few different things I want to talk about and a lot of things that I've learned really, well, this whole thing really is just like shit that I've learned. But uh, what does it take to kind of like discover and change the paradigm from where you're at right now to where you want to go, where you want to be? And this falls, a lot of this falls back into... The, uh, the old law of attraction stuff that kind of touched on really, really early in this uh, podcast on the first few episodes. But the law of attraction talks about identifying, visualizing, acting and doing, and then, you know, the receivings at the back end of it. So if you do all the right things in the pro- in a good order, instead of things happening to you, you start creating it to where th- you're making things happen for you. Things are happening in your life for you. And it's figuring out how you can how you can create it so that you're kind of controlling the outcome of where your life is going instead of feeling like um, life is more or less being controlled and happening to you so it's it's creating a destiny instead of like um, just finding it right instead of it just happening to you it's it's understanding that you're in control of everything that you can create and everything that you can have happen to you um, I was talking with Mike Sirock last time in the last episode and one of the things he talked about was you think of this, um, think of the scenario where the, the rocket ship, right, ex- escapes Earth's gravity and goes into orbit, right? All of the fuel, a good 90%, 99, 90 to 95% of all the fuel used in that rocket's used in the acceleration phase, like the get out of the hold of gravity phase. So from blast off until you're in orbit, nearly all of the fuel is used. Once you're in orbit, it takes minimal amount of fuel to actually continue and sustain and, and be where you're at. So the same concept is true when you start talking about life and pushing forward and going through things, right? You look at the concept of, okay, I'm where I'm at now. I'm, I'm at this point A, right? Drawing up, if you draw on, the, on a desk, right? Point A at the left side and then all the way at the right side is point B. Point B is where you want to be. That's the the goals that you're setting for yourself. That's the vision you're creating. That's the, the stuff you want to achieve. And then A is what's on the left side. That's where you're at right now. So you can you can fill in A with all the things that you have in your life, all the things that you're doing, where your life's at, um, where your relationships are, stuff like that. You can fill all that in at point A right now. The thing is, is you got to figure out that journey getting through from one side to the other, what that's going to look like. And the biggest thing and one of the greatest things that I've learned is in this journey, the fastest way to get from point A to point B is understanding that your identity is 100% of what's controlling where you're going. We set ourselves up with this and like, what what do I mean? Well, when we're young, right, we're set up with these identities that are created for us, right? We talk to our, our parents and our siblings and um, our aunts and uncles and those people that are close with us, right? They set these identities for us of who we are and what we're capable of, right? You know, um, you figure out, you know, you're going to be uh, falling into the family business. Maybe you're going to, you know, fall into the family restaurant or gas station or you go um, 
as a utility worker or, you know, you fall into the construction company or whatever, right? You fall into this like family business that's been running for generations and generations. And that's just, that's who you are. You're going to be the next generation. You're going to be that next thing. You're going to continue down the pipeline. You're going to keep doing the same thing that everybody else has been doing. And that's the identity that's more or less like created for you, right? Ever since, ever since you're young and it's not a bad thing, right? Your parents are doing the best they can for you. They understand that there's some lessons they've learned that are hard and they would rather you not repeat them. So they're giving you their best experience and they're giving you the best advice that they can to create the best version of you and the happiest life for you with the minimal amount of pain, right? That's good. The thing is, is you can control and create the paradigm for what the rest of your life is going to hold. And what do I mean by that, right? Say you're born and raised in a uh, in a poor family, right? So lower to middle class family, and you don't necessarily know what it's like to get out of that, right? You want to be in, in a wealthier family. You want to you want to create more wealth for you and your family as you grow up. But you don't know how to do that because your family was never there. So maybe the paradigm that you want to shift is you want to shift into the the wealthier type mindset, right? You want to be able to control money, not let money control you and not let it control your life and everything else that happens. You want it to just be abundant in your life to where then you can live your life, right? You can travel, you can explore, you can meet people, you can do all the the things that you want to without money being the restriction, right? It's it's the tool that allows you to do things. It's no longer the restricting factor that that you spend, you know, 70 something years of your life trying to achieve. So when you start understanding that way, right, and you want to be somebody that can do something different, you can't do it with the poor or middle class mindset, right? I just know when I grew up, right, we grew up in a middle class family. Um, scarcity was very, very much a thing growing up, right? We would always save food after we ate it. Um, and again, I'm not saying any of these things are bad. It's just, it's the best that you've got at the time, right? It's the best knowledge that you've got and what your parents have. So we grew up you know, constantly always saving food. Um, we'd compost the shit out of everything that like we wouldn't eat that wouldn't be thrown away. And it was like gross and nasty. And we'd have like just like decaying food on the counter because we were putting it in a compost bucket that we take out like once a week or something. Um, we use paper bags instead of plastic. Like we would do like, I don't know, just all these like little kind of tiny things that really demonstrated scarcity, right? We'd never shop and get new clothes. We'd never travel and go new places. We'd never do all these things. It's not a bad thing. Again, I'm not definitely not digging on my parents at all. I think they did a fantastic job and they taught us some really, really valuable lessons. Lessons that wouldn't have gotten me to where I'm at today without them teaching us, right? Like super important stuff. Don't spend more money than you have. Be proud of what you want, but do what you want, but be proud of what you do. You know, tiny little things like that, like huge things that are good to uh, wake up with, right. And grow up with and, and have in your life. So very, very important, but I'm at a point where I don't want to be controlled by money. I don't want to live in a middle class. I don't want to live with scarcity. So how do I do that? How do I shift myself out of that and become that different version? Um, it's funny because there's a, there's a guy named Dan Locke and Dan Locke is a, he was an Asian immigrant into the U S he moved to the U S when he was like 10 years old or something with his mother. Um, no, actually Canada. He moved to Canada. I think it was Vancouver. And uh, what he did was he pretty much decided that he wanted to take care of his mother, right? He wanted his mom. She gave him so much as a kid growing up and a new start and a fresh, you know, home and everything and tried to do everything she could for him to make sure that he was okay, that he wants to be able to give that same thing back to her. So he talks about a lot of this kind of stuff and how abundance and everything can um, have such a massive impact in your life. 
and he's got two books. One is his first book is FU Money, and that is written around the concept of having so much money that you can pretty much tell people to fuck off and do what you want. So it's it's fuck you money. Like I can do what I want. Fuck you. Um, and it's, it's a really great dive into the psychology of understanding that you don't need to rely on other people. You can make your own decisions. You can do whatever you want. And you got to just understand what it takes to get you to that point. And then the second book is called Unlock It. And Unlock It's about getting over fear and issues and stuff that you have um, that are preventing you from growing and getting to the next level. And I think more so on that book, um, while they both definitely talk about the same principles, more so on Unlock It, he, he discusses how to change your paradigm, how to change your your um, understanding of the identity that you have, right? Instead of being the poor or the middle class, how do you shift your head and how do you get yourself in that mental state that you're bigger and better and you can do more? Um, there's a lot of people out there that talk about it. I think Dan does a really, really good uh, good job of explaining it. So does um, uh, Alex Morocco or Jason Capital. He does a really good job at explaining it as well. But the biggest thing is you you understand that and I'll, I'll just uh, kind of start getting into it. Understanding how to shift your identity. So here's the thing. If your point A right now, where you're at right now, is we'll say middle class or a poor um, status, right? So you, so scarcity is prevalent in your life. You don't have abundance mindset. Um, you're constantly worried about money. Money is not easy to find. It's hard to get, like all these things, right? If that's where you're at, if that's your point A, point B for you maybe is going to be an abundance mindset, right? Financially abundant, financially free. You can do what you want when you want with who you want. Um, maybe it's, uh, making a certain level of income, you know, maybe it's making $30,000 a month or 50,000 or 80,000 or 83, 33, three a month, right? That's a million dollars a year. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's that. So if you want to get to that, then what you got to do, and Dan, Dan talks about this all the time, which is why I brought his books into this, but he talks about you have to start thinking like a millionaire. We'll, we'll just say point B is a millionaire. You have to start living the life of a millionaire. And in order to do that, you're going to start seeing that you're taking a, a path. In order, Once you start living that way, guys, it's, it's crazy because... You start understanding, you start looking at opportunities, you start looking at different things like you're already there, right? Like like you're living that life right now. And you'll it's different because it shifts your mind and you start making decisions based on that. And then you start you, you start realizing that you're on this fucking path to, to be that way. I'll say with me, um, as a personal experience, right? I'm like, okay, what would a millionaire do? Like, what are these things? And I'm like, well, I need to start like honing in on more real estate. I want to start buying more real estate and then, okay, I need to start this business and okay, I need to start making this much extra money on the side outside of the real estate. And I need to do, you know, just start, I started thinking about all these different things that I could do. And now I have potential of like eight or nine different revenue streams that are all paying me money. And I'm like, holy shit, this dream is coming true. And one of the biggest things, and I think I talk about this in one of the episodes, um, removing resistance in the law of attraction series and it's removing the old identity. So you have to sacrifice, and this is probably the biggest part. You have to understand if you're at A and you want to get to B, in order to get to B, you have to become a different person. In order to become a different person, you have to let go of who you are at A so that you can become who you are at B. So what I would challenge you to do is think about 
the lifestyle that you want to achieve, you can't get there living the way you are right now unless that's the same lifestyle. That's the only way you're going to get there. If your point B is exactly what you have today, then you, you can stay who you are today. But if your point B is anything different, if it's any sort of anything different, you want to become somebody different, you want to make it more money, you want to travel more, you want to see more people, you want to go to more places, you want to be able to do more things, you want to be able to work at a different job, you, you want these things, right? You want something that's different. You have to understand you're going to have to let go of things of what you are today. When you understand that, when you understand that you have to let go of who you are today to become somebody different, that's when the shift starts happening in your head. That's when the subconscious mind starts changing itself and starts creating this new paradigm, this new identity for who you are and what you're capable of. If you think about it, right, look and see who you are today. Are you today the same person you were 10 years ago? Chances are you're probably not. I will say 100% I am not the same person I was 10 years ago. Drastically different. Learned so many things and gone through so much, right? And that's the same with everybody. You are not the same person as you were 10, 10 years ago. Fuck, you're probably not the same person you were five years ago. I can tell you I'm not the same person I was three years ago. Not even six months ago, right? Totally different person. And when you start looking at it like that, when you start realizing, okay, so I'm a different person. Now, what did that do? Well, what happened is you're no longer that person that you were because you've let go of things that you did then to get to what you are doing today, right? You've let go of who you were. You, you were a different person. You lived a different lifestyle. You had different habits. You did things very, very differently then than you were today. Now, the way it got you there, right, depending on how much you pushed it, how much you tried for it, will determine how drastically different it was how drastically different who you are today is from who you were back then. If you look at um, doctors and nurses and stuff, and you, you would look at them before they go through schooling and then when they're finished and when they can actually start practicing, two totally different people, right? Like I'm talking like night and day drastically different people because they've gone through so much schooling and training and learning and everything, practical exercises, all this stuff. They've gone through so much they put so much effort into it, they made a massive leap in who they are. Now, if you look at somebody that does has done something very, very small, we'll say, um, I don't know, we'll just, we'll just talk about a homeless person, right? Somebody that came up in a broken family, maybe their father or um, mother or somebody was like abusive or an alcoholic or whatever, didn't have a lot going for them, they never got out of the rut, they never experienced that they wanted to change, and maybe now who they are today is, you know, someone that's just down on their luck, constantly in bad mood, um, you know, never feeling like they can get ahead, you know, robbing and stealing to stay alive, you know, like stuff like that, like that's who they are. Now they've put very, very little effort in to making a change, which is why their life has not shifted very much. They may be a different person, but they may be living very, very similar to where they were. And the same thing holds true for us. If we hold to where we are and we never force ourselves to do different things, to learn and to study like the doctor does, to take leaps and chances like an entrepreneur does, to start a new business and to grow, to become uh, involved in you know charities and outreach events and you know traveling and all this stuff, right? If you never take those chances to push yourself out of these comfort zones and to learn and experience new things and go through new pains, then you're going to become the same person, just older, right? You're going to continue to progress through life older. That's it. That's the only difference that's going to happen. You're just going to become a different, older version of who you are or who you were. And that's it. 
So if you want to get to a point where you can shift yourself and achieve something that you want that's totally different, you're going to have to start sacrificing this identity of who you are. And you're going to have to start embracing and living the identity of who you will be. It's incredible when you start looking at it that way. Because it starts opening your mind to all these possibilities. You're like, holy shit. So if you want to be, let's talk this. If you want to be a, uh, um, let's just say you want to be retired on a lake, right? You want to be living on a lake and you want to just be swimming all the time and chilling and not doing much, right? You're like, okay, so that person, like, what are the different things in that lifestyle that I want to embrace, that I want to become, right? Maybe you're like, okay, well, I need to own... I need to own a few different rental properties because I need to be renting those out so I can have some income. I need to buy a boat. I need to be living on a lake, so I should probably buy a house on a lake. Um, so, you know, that. And then um, maybe maybe you don't have a whole bunch of friends. Maybe you just got, you know, a couple people that come over and hang out with you, and uh, and that's it. So then you start analyzing, right? You take a list of those things that would make up that lifestyle, and then you start looking at where you're at today and what doesn't match. If it doesn't match, let go of it. If it does match, build on it. So if you're like, I own one house um, that I rent out and make some money on, but in this life, I need three houses that are making this much every month. You're like, okay, so there's one thing you work on, right? So you need to, you need to get more rental properties. Maybe the next thing is like, okay, you need to live on a lake because you live in the middle of, we'll say a farm, right? So that's that doesn't work. So now you got to start looking at homes that are on lakes, right? Start looking at rentals and purchases and stuff. I always say just get a rental if you have to because chances are you can somehow weasel your way into purchasing the home or you meet people that live there and you start putting yourself in the mindset and then you can find a home when one goes up for sale, right? So do start doing things that you need to do to, to get on the lake, right? So, so you have to leave the farmland behind and you start living in the lake lifestyle, right? And maybe you want to, uh, in your vision, you're like, well, I wouldn't have a lot of friends. I would just have a couple people that I'm close with and that's it. Not a lot of people, you know, that I really spend a lot of time with. Maybe you just see yourself um, reading on the porch overlooking, you know, the water every day. And that's how you wake up in the mornings, right? And so there's not a lot of people in your life and not a lot of connection that you have to worry about. So start looking at your life today. Okay, who are the people that I don't need in my life that aren't in that vision? Stop talking to them, right? Start editing the amount of time with them. If you're with a lot of more positive people, in your vision, then start being around those positive people today and start editing the amount of time of the people that you're with today so that you stop, you slowly start cutting those relationships, right? It's, it's so cool when you can, when you guys can take this thing, this, you take this whole like concept of changing the paradigm from who you are to where you, where you're going to be. You start creating like, it becomes like possible. And once it becomes possible in your head, you're like, holy shit, this is going to work. Like, this is actually going to work. And that's what Dan Locke talks about. He's like, when you start understanding that you can shift your mind just by living in the who you want to be and not where you are, you start creating these checklists and these paradigms and you start shifting yourself and pulling yourself from one side to the other. And then before you know it, you're at point B and you're like, holy smokes, what's next? Like, what's the next set of goals? It's just, it's crazy because if this hasn't already sank in for you guys, like it's, it's so cool because it's real. It's real. It's a reality. It's a real piece. It's something you can actually do. You can actually make happen. Like it can't get any easier than this, right? If you want to shift, find out what you want to be, find out where you're at today, what doesn't match, get rid of the things that don't match and add the things that you need. And then you'll start living there. I, and that's, and that's how I did it, right? That's how I became where I'm at. If I like, okay, I want to become I want to become a millionaire. I want to get to the point where I'm uh, a millionaire. Well, we'll back up. My first goal 
was fresh out of the divorce, I was like, okay, I want three properties. In the course of the next three years, I want to own three, three pieces of property. At the time to me, it was completely unrealistic. It was, it was, I'm like, I don't even own one. I don't know how I would do that. And in three years, I'm going to own three bullshit. Like I have no idea how this is going to happen. Well, I started by right away purchasing a property. It, it may not have been the best property on the market. It may not have been the worst property on the market, but I just started with something that spoke to me and I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy that one. So I did. And then I started renting it out. And then before you know it, then, you know, life happened and things went. And then all of a sudden I got the second one in year two, right? Year two, I bought the second property. And then before you know it, now I took opportunities and I took chances and I took these things that presented themselves to me and I shifted myself and I got, I'm like, okay, if I want to get the third property, let's get aggressive here. Like, let's get crazy about this and see what I can do. And now I'm the place that I ended up renting. I moved from house two into house three. And now the owner called me. He's like, Hey, actually I'd consider selling. Like I would, I would let you sell it at like an extreme discount too. I'm like, Absolutely. Let's do it. So now I own the third property and it's just like, it, it puts you in this mindset. I start realizing who do I want to become? And I start taking opportunities and chances of that person, of that person at point B. And you start seizing all these things that, that as they come up to you, you take these opportunities, take the chances that that person at point B would. And before you know it, you are that point B, like you are that person. Just think and act and do as that person would do not the person at point A, leave them behind. You don't want them anymore, right? You want to become different. Become the person at point B and act and do and say as that person at point B would. And all of a sudden you start becoming that person. And then before you know it, you are that person. Like now, once I achieved this three-year goal, I'm like, okay, well, what's the next set of three years? Like, what's that going to look like? What is each year going to look like for me as I go forward? What are the things that I'm going to accomplish? And then start aggressively attacking those things like that person would who is already living there. And that's what I started to do, right? Started to build businesses and I started to create these ideas and these mindsets around things because I'm like, that's what this person would be doing. And then I started going to like seminars and classes and conferences and stuff where you meet and connect with bigger people. I'm like, because that's what that person would do. Person B would be like, yeah, you know what? I need to do that because that's important. And so I started to do it. I started to embrace and live in that lifestyle of the person in point B. And then before you know it, I was like, okay, so now I'm around these people. I'm meeting all these great people. I'm connecting, you know, and then somebody's like, hey, man, let's, let's, let's really get into this. I'm like, okay, yeah. And then you take the leap, right? And then before you know it, now I've been making decisions like person in point B would for the last six months. I am no longer who I was six months ago. Now I am a totally different person. I take different chances. I take different opportunities. I see things differently, right? It's just, it's incredible. Everything shifts when you realize that you can make changes based on what you want to become and acting in that way. Once you start living that lifestyle, I'm not saying like person at point B is going to be somebody that's buying Lamborghinis and living in million dollar houses and, and going out, you know, for private jets flights to, you know, Miami and shit like that. Right? Like, they may do that, but I, that's, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't, right? Maybe they wouldn't because that's not who I'm going to be at point B. While that stuff may occur, that's not who I envision as a person at point B. So I'm not doing that, right? I don't think that I want to be spending my money that way. I think I want to be spending my money differently, like on assets, things that make me more money, right? It's, a, it's addicting. Once you, start, once you start spending money on things that make you money, you're like, holy shit, uh, why would I ever do anything different? Like, I just want to keep doing this. I'm not going to buy a boat. I'm not going to buy a new car. I'm not going to buy any of the other things. I'm just going to keep buying shit that makes me more money. So like you, you get addicted to it and you keep doing it. 
and it's it's cool. It's really really cool. So if you guys haven't already gotten there, I just I want you to understand that concept of become and act as that person does at point B. Live the lifestyle of the person that they do at point B. Take the chances. Seize the opportunities. See things in the same light with the same positivity as the person does at point B. And let go of those things that aren't going to be that, of who you are at point A. Because you want to become that different person. You want to shift. You want to do things different. You want to become a different individual, right? You want to shift the paradigm for where you're at. And that's how, when you talk law of attraction, that's how you visualize. You take action and then you remove resistance, right? You visualize, you see what you want to be at point E, point B, you take action. You start living in that lifestyle and you start doing the things that they do. You start seizing the opportunities and then you remove resistance. You let go of the relationships and you let go of the things that don't serve you as point A and you only seize what is point B. And that's how law of attraction works. And now what happens is you start creating the life that you're desiring, right? You start creating this best version. Typically what we imagine and what we want to do is the best that our imagination can see of what we can become. And on that journey, you're going to learn things and your point B is going to shift and it's going to hopefully constantly keep growing and getting better. And you're going to keep changing and you're going to keep improving. And you're going to keep learning because you're like, well, shit, I'm capable of a little bit more and I actually really enjoy this now instead. And maybe that's what your point B becomes instead. And you start shifting, right? Maybe you're like, well, instead of owning a business or instead of owning a car dealership, I want to own a vineyard. You know, I'm into wine now and I want to own a vineyard. And maybe you're like, well, shit, all right, I'm shifting and that's where I want to go, right? And you're fluid about it and you love it and you know you can do it. And you just start taking action and making decisions like somebody would that's living in that point. It's just, it's so cool. And you guys start creating the future that you want for yourself. Now, with that being said, you can also do the same thing in a negative way, right? You can do the same thing in a negative way. If you say the person, if you're like, I'm never going to become anything. I'm a terrible person. I'm not going to go anywhere. I can't handle money. I can't figure out how to run a business. I can't do all these things. And that's who you keep envisioning for yourself 10 years down the road. That's who you're going to become, right? Because you're envisioning that, you're seeing that, you're living as if you were that, and then you're removing resistance, right? You're not seizing the opportunities. You're, the resistance to becoming that would be improvement. So you're, resist, you're, you're not taking the chances to improve, and you're continuing to go down this path, right? And so you go down the path to, to manifest this negative idea of who you want to become, right? So it, it's powerful. It works. No matter what, it's called the law of attraction because it, it's it's always acting. It's like the law of gravity, right? It's not just it's not gravity. It's not like uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. No, it's like always in force. The law of gravity is always happening. The law of attraction is always happening. It may not always be for the better because sometimes we're manifesting things that are not for our best or the the way we want it to be, right? But it's always going to work. So it's always going to happen. So you're always going to manifest whether it's good or bad. Why not make it good? You know what? And I say this all the time, but if you want it and you want something good, but you hate it so much you'd rather be miserable, then go back to being miserable. Like, just give it a shot, though. That's all I'm challenging you guys. I challenge you to give it a shot. If you don't like it and you'd rather be miserable, then go back to being miserable. That's fine. But if you try it and you like it and you can continue to push yourself and become better, then you're going to change the way that you live and act and see the world from today to where you will be in the future. Day by day, you will kaizen and you will make small changes that lead to a massive change over time. 
and you will become a drastically different person. It is so powerful. And hopefully now that you understand this, now that you see this and you know how you can use it practically, you can create this powerful manifestation in your life today, starting today. It's incredible. And I want to see how you guys can do it because I know it's been super powerful for me in my life and the mindset and the attitude that I have today. Just understanding letting go is fucking, it's probably one of the hardest things, letting go of the identity and the people and the relationships and everything that you have in order to become who you want. But by doing that, holy smokes, that is probably the biggest way to create a shift in your life is by letting go. It's awesome. It is awesome, guys. There's a uh, there's a story I wanted to tell about a... Uh, <laughs> so my truck was actually... So my truck was broken into like a week ago. Um, and I was lucky because they didn't damage the vehicle itself. They just snatched everything from inside. I think I had one of the uh, one of the doors unlocked. Um, but they, they got inside the truck and they took everything inside. To, I'm talking like cologne and chapstick, uh, prescription glasses to like an entire tool set. Like all these tools and lawn equipment and everything I use to run uh, my property management company. They took everything, right? Everything they took. And we, we saw them on camera. So I know there's like a homeless couple that took everything. But here's the idea, right? Here's here's the concept of this broke mindset. Hold on. So here's here's this broke mindset and how this how this whole thing like works. Um, so th- this homeless couple, right? It's it's a super skinny dude and a super fat chick, and they they wander in through our parking garage and just uh, pop in door handles, right? They're trying to just hit door handles to see what what gets. So they got my truck, and then they stole everything that I use to run a small business, right? So I'm talking. I don't know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month in revenue that this business generates. And they, they took everything that I used to do that, right? So now there's a homeless couple, people that have no home, have no job, have nothing going on for them. They took everything that they need to run a twenty to thirty thousand dollar a month business. Right? Okay, we're all on the same page here, right? Everybody's tracking kind of where I'm going with this, hopefully. They took everything they need to run a Twenty to thirty thousand dollar business. Now, what do you guys think they did with the stuff that they stole? They went and pawned the shit out of it. They actually went and stole another car and then got arrested, so they didn't quite get to the pawn shop. But they were gonna go pawn it. There was no like, let's use this to start a business and get ourselves out of poverty. And you know why that is, right? The reason is because they're in this broke mindset. They're in this mindset of, this is who I am. I am going to be the same person down the road. My point A matches my point B. It's the same lifestyle. It's not going to improve. It's not going to become different. It's not going to get any better. I am who I am at point A, and that's who I will be at point B. And it's a broke mindset, right? And that's why I never give anything out to um, to homeless people. I, I don't. You know, retired vets and all this other stuff. Like, guys, vets get disability. They do. If they're telling you that they're they're you know on the side of the street or whatever and they can't get anything, they have VA disability that they can get. And if they can't, like if they're like, oh, I don't have it, then they need to get off their fucking ass and get off that corner and go to the nearest VA center and start getting their VA stuff filed and taken care of because they can get it retroactively. It's not like it's gone forever. Any any vet can get it. That's a lot of money. Like it, it's enough to take care of them and, and put them in a place to live for sure. Absolutely. And if they can't, then like just Google, you know, vet 
uh, attorneys or whatever, and those people can help them. Like there's, there's super easy ways to go about this and it typically costs absolutely no money, just time. So I never give anything out to anybody on the street, not vets, even though I am one, like I don't give it out to them. Um, even people like hanging on the side, like, because they, they're, they're, their mindset is not where it needs to be in order for them to make the shift to get out, right? By giving them money, all it does is it's a selfish act from you, the giver, to them. It is giving you a feeling of helping and improving somebody's life when in reality, that's not doing anything for them. You are only enabling them to stay in the same broke mindset that they are. What you could do instead is, shit, give them the fucking tools like I did, right? And watch what they do with it. And that's how you can determine who's in the broke mindset and who's not, right? Being able to talk to somebody and, and figure out like, hey, I want to get you out of this and I want to get you to a better place so that you can improve your life and actually get off the street and live and start changing this paradigm. But you have to get them to understand the point B needs to be different than it is at point A. And they don't see that yet, right? Typically, most of the time, I'm not saying this is true with everybody. Some people actually do um, just get smoked and then like they're on the side of the street, like asking for a job or something, right? That does happen, but I'd say 95% of the time that's not the case, and it's somebody that's just asking for handouts, and that's where they're they're content with that being their lifestyle. So you have to get them to understand, to realize that in order for them to live a different life and to get somewhere different, they have to they have to start painting the picture of that person at point B differently than who they are today at point A. They have to start painting it different, and they have to start seeing that they can be a different person, and then they just start taking action and living like that person would at that point. And when they can do that, that's when you can start, that's when they start helping and they start improving and you essentially help get them out of the broke mindset. It's, it's powerful. It's really, really powerful, but I want to, I just want to understand and, and share that because it's just something that just happened. I mean, those guys broke in my car and they took all my shit and I'm like, yep, I'm almost positive. It's going to go straight to the pawn shop because there's no way that they're going to start a business and get out of it. They could, right? They could start a 20 to $30,000 business, but they decide not to. So it's just the power that goes to show you that's how powerful a broken mindset is and that's how powerful it could be if they decided to change it so things to think about but thank you so much guys for tuning in i really appreciate you guys for sticking around hopefully this one spoke to you guys a little differently than some of the past ones um i i think understanding that to me is is powerful because it helped it has helped create the reality for the things that i am trying to achieve in my own personal life so I love that I'm able to share this with you guys. I hope it can make some changes and it can definitely shift your mind so that you can go out there, you can get started and you can start taking the, the chances and taking the action that you want to achieve in your life to become different and become better and a better version of who you are. So keep listening. Thank you guys so much for tuning in um, on Instagram at fulfillment underscore podcast. And then of course you can rate us on uh, Apple podcast, uh, find us on Spotify, Podbean. You can follow and follow it there or anywhere else that you guys listen to your podcast. But let me know if you guys uh, know anybody or anybody else that wants to come on the show. I'd love to have a conversation. If there's other stuff and recommend that you guys think I should talk about, please hit me up, send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, again, ful- fulfillment underscore podcast is the Instagram handle. So send me some feedback there. That's the best way to get a hold of me if you guys need anything. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. And we'll see you in the next episode.